listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Faith, do we have any listener questions? We do. Should I ask it because I usually do the question part? Yeah. Okay. This comes from listener... Jeff. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for writing. And Jeff asked, could you please revisit the episode idea, how to be trans on a boat, but for real? Now, we had briefly touched on this in our rejected gender rebels episodes ideas, link down below, how to be trans on a boat, because after all, 75% of the planet's surface is covered with water, and some of you are in the Navy, Mm -hmm. among other reasons. But anyway, Jeff is like, no, but for real... Please do trans on a boat, not like a rowboat or a kayak, but I'm thinking a cruise ship. Cruises are a super fun and generally safe way to be your true self without worrying about who you know might see you or whether someone is judging you. But there are some peculiarities, namely getting through security and checking in with your passport's gender marker or name doesn't match your gender presentation, going ashore in a culture which may not be as educated about trans issues, dealing with cruise lines, various policies about gender expression, if there are any, and of course, the bathing suit dilemma. Jeff, in particular, would love to spend a day in a bikini in the Caribbean, but is concerned about how he's going to be treated about the cruise line, the ship staff, and how to remain safely tucked so they're not viewed as the freak on the boat that yeah. people are staring at. Jeff, good. Okay. Well, first question. of all, lots great, of great question. Yes. Lots to unpack there, but let's first start with don't dismiss rowboats and kayaks. <laughs> because I got to say, I've never been on a cruise ship myself, but mm-hmm. I have been on a kayak several times and I've always had a blast. I've been in at least two rowboats and can confirm they get you where you need to go. Yeah. So yeah. how to be trans in a kayak? Get in a kayak. Get in a kayak. That's it. Yeah. Rowboat, basically the same. Mm-hmm. But okay, a cruise. Okay, so okay. I have never been on a cruise. I've You've never, never been, been on I've a never, cruise. Honestly, cruises don't appeal to me. They appeal to me a little bit. Because I, I would go like on an Alaska cruise because I hear that's all just old people. But I wouldn't want to go on like, that's what I heard. No, I'm just like, first you say cruises don't appeal to me, and then you come back at me with well, like, here's said, a cruise that appeals to me. Because you said you would go on a cruise, and I was like, well, here's the one cruise that might appeal to Thank me. Thank you. But quite frankly, I, I'm an explorer. I like exploring when I travel somewhere, mm-hmm. and I feel like being confined on a on a, on a a shopping mall, floating shopping mall with 10,000 children well, like screaming. like a floating hotel. Yeah, but it's got a shopping mall in there. Yeah. Um, I feel like that is not quite my style. Okay. I'd rather just... You know, we plop down in the city and walk around and explore. But that's just me. Other people love cruises. Yeah. I've known people who go on cruises every year. Mm-hmm. I know people who are like in membership programs. And yeah. I don't know if they have something like a punch card, buy 10, get I mean, one free kind of thing. I could see the appeal of having like a contained vacation. Like you don't got to worry about the hotel. You just, you book one thing. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you, you're, someone said that they love cruises because they live in New York. The cruise departs from New York. Mm-hmm. You go down to the Caribbean. You come back. Boom, you're already in your city. Yeah. You hop on the subway, you're home. It's good like, for people who hate to fly. Yeah. And also, like, you have all your stuff in one space, mm-hmm. and it's like your hotel room follows you to different places. That's true. 
instead of you schlepping your stuff from one place mm-hmm. to another. So, but yeah, I get what you're saying. So, let's start with the fact that cruise ships are a strange legal entity, uh, which has to do with the Second World War and uh, flags, mm. flying flags of convenience. Whoa, uh, for those of wow. you who don't know, flags of convenience are essentially ships can basically be registered wherever they want. Yes. And a few countries, Panama and Liberia being two of the biggest, will register ships and give them great deals on taxes and fees mm, and stuff. Nice. Um, and very little oversight. <laughs> and in exchange for that, they get the the fees. Okay. And so... So they don't get taxes, but they do get fees? Well, I think there's like a fee to register okay. or something, but it's not as much as you would pay in the United States. Sure. So these countries just, it's kind of like, hey, we'll we'll register your ship. Ships love it because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. And legally, there's a lot of loopholes that allow them to kind of operate. So are we talking about sort of the intersection of maritime law or international Well, this slaughters? is 100% maritime law. Okay, cool, cool. For those of you who tune in to like, you know, hear things other than maritime law. <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, I'll link down to a Wendover Productions video. One of my favorite YouTube channels is all about logistics, and they have some great maritime law videos. <laughs> so the point, the point here, the important thing is that Panama and Liberia are where these are registered, and Panamanian and Liberian laws apply on the cruise ship. So even though the boat is in international waters, yeah, even if it's in U.S. waters, that boat is technically Liberian soil or yes, whatever. Basically, it's, and it's the same as being at an embassy. You're you're subject to those laws. You're even subject though you to are the law away from that country. Yes, got it. And so you should be aware. Be aware of this. That Panama is only sort of okay with LGBTQ rights. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but it's maybe getting better. Um, Liberia, on the hand, ev- on the other hand, is everything gay or queer or LGBTQ is illegal as heck. Really? Yeah. Mm. So it's unlikely, it's highly unlikely that a Liberian cruise ship is going to arrest an American or a Western European tourist <laughs> for breaking a uh, Liberian law. Okay. It's probably not going to happen. Well, I mean, because it depends on the law, but if it's something like LGBT and it's a shit full of Americans. It could easily be a huge international incident, but there are plenty of countries like we talked about in our travel law that don't give a shit about international incidents. True. And you should be aware, at least, as unlikely as it is, you are subject to the laws of a country where you being you is illegal. So that's just something, you know. Be aware of it. But we're not talking about like our travel episode. This is not like Dubai or something. Where it is. It, it is basically the same as Dubai. Wait, Dubai is going to choose. Dubai will choose to enforce those laws. Mm-hmm. Whereas like on a cruise ship, they're probably not going to enforce the laws because if an American tourist who's trans or gay or something gets arrested for for breaking Liberian laws gay. on a on a carnival cruise line. Yeah. That's just going to look really bad for okay. Carnival Cruise Line, for Liberia, uh, for everyone involved. And so they're probably not going to do that. But I'm just saying be aware of that. You are entering into a situation where you're subject to the laws mm-hmm. of a place that is not LGBTQ friendly. So real quick, mm-hmm. this might not be a fair question for you, but I just want to ask because there might be safety issues. Like you're saying they probably won't. An international incident. 
How can, why do you think that? Is it just because it's never happened before or because? I mean, they're, Americans have definitely gotten into issues where there's a crime committed on board a ship. Yeah. They're sexually assaulted. Yep. And the police, you know, you go to the police and your port, say Florida. Mm-hmm. And the police can't do anything. Or the police aren't going to do boat. anything. The FBI does sometimes investigate, but again, it's not really their jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, chances I've, are the Liberian government's not going to do shit. I mean, I've heard of other situations yeah. in general. If there is an assault or a rape or mm-hmm. something horrible, and I've only heard this from one source, but it's that they will deposit you at your next port of call. Because a cruise ship will go from... Mm-hmm. Florida to Puerto Rico to uh, the Cayman Islands. I don't yeah. know. They'll do bip, 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 one stop. They'll offload you at that stop and mm-hmm. say, we cannot help you. They'll help you here. Go to the embassy. And you go to the embassy and they can't help you either or won't because yeah. the crime happened on the ship. So this is just a general safety concern, especially on a situation where people like to drink a lot mm-hmm. because they're quote unquote safe is you don't necessarily have the U.S. government or police officers or really even trained paramedics around. Something to be smart about. Yeah, something to be aware of. It is. And and that's all. We're, we're, we're making this sound very dire. But in the same case, sometimes you might stop at ports of call. Like if you're in the Caribbean, you might stop at a country, again, where, you know, your U.S. protections don't count. Mm-hmm. And they may not be LGBTQ friendly. And again, it's highly unlikely. It's unlikely. You're the bread and butter. But you should be aware. You should just be aware. So, okay. So I guess travel in groups, right? Travel in groups, that's that's a big deal. I mean, it's it's partly, it's the same way you're safe anywhere. Sure. Travel in groups, especially if you're going onto an island or something or be... Because you're subject to the laws of that island. For once real, you're there. what Jeff is saying, it sounds so amazing. It like, does. <laughs> you know, it's, let's get with some more fun stuff. Let's yes. forget maritime law for just a second. Although we have links to very I know you things. people turn in, I know people tune into the gender rebels because they want to hear about maritime law. But I know. Today, it's... we're going to take a break. Yeah. Fun um, stuff. I would, I would recommend reaching out to your cruise line. Yes. Um, and checking, you know, maybe on their website, you may need to look at FAQs or you may even need to email. Um, plenty of cruises do like gay cruises. That's the thing. Yes, so, there's gay cruises. I'm aware. They, this yeah. is, this operates sort of in a way everyone looks the other way. So Panama is throwing that party or Liberia is you know, throwing I'm, that Liberia party? Liberia probably does because they make money off of it. Exactly. You know, and again, these cruise ships are a huge source of money for these countries. So they're not going to. They're not going to rock the boat. I'm just saying be aware. Um, so I would check with your cruise line, see if they have any policies specifically mm-hmm. regarding changing rooms, restrooms, how, you know, how transgender passengers are treated. I bet there's a transgender cruise. Or that check-in, you know, the, yeah. the, the moment where it's like, here's your name tag or mm-hmm. your ID badge, but there's your passport. And like, yeah. I'm sure there are policies. In I would place. check with that first. And again, it's going to depend on the cruise line. It's going to depend on individual ones. Some may be more gay friendly than others. Um, but you want to make sure also that if there's a big issue, then, you know, with you presenting, say, drunk asshole in a bar <laughs> or drunk asshole in a, in a bathroom, you want to make sure the cruise line is going to take your side mm-hmm. and not the drunk asshole bigot's side. 
Yes. And that's the biggest issue. So I would be, I would just check what their policies are. It's always good to know their policies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Similarly, I know you'd get a list of all the ports of call in advance. Yeah. You know where it's going to stop off. Take an hour. Google each of those locations and LGBT. Just see what comes up. Mm-hmm. If it's horrific, maybe stay on the boat that day. If they're cool, if a bunch of tourists have said this place is awesome, uh, I went there, I'm gay, my yeah. wife came with, she's trans, we had a blast, they were so sweet and wonderful and welcoming. Like, that's good to know. And that's honestly the best information you yeah. can have. Looking up the laws will tell you one thing, but then there's the reality and there's also how they treat tourists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mostly they're going to be homework. mostly they're going to be trying to sell you trinkets. I would like to an overpriced so. crap. Yeah, than than really hassling you. Yeah, but I don't want to send one of our listeners into oh, a I dangerous most, situation. Most cruises, though, they're just going to go to an island where it's like a sheltered, fenced off area of that <laughs> island where cruise ships go. <laughs> it's like when my mom beach. when my mom went and had to um, do a. Uh, teaching thing in Jamaica and Kingston. Oh, lucky her. The beaches there are like, the tourist areas are like walled off with like 30 foot high barbed wire fences. Yeah, that's so it's like depressing. Yeah. Scary. So it is. And we can get into colonialism. It it does involve maritime law. Yeah. But <laughs> we won't get into colonialism this time. We won't time. let you get into colonialism. So I would just check with your cruise line, see how they, you know, see what their rules are. It's always good to know the rules because if there's any issues, you can always point to, hey, your policy is X, Y, Z. Um, beyond that, I think it's basically the same as any form of travel. Like we talked in our traveling trans episode. If you have an ID that's different than your presentation, be frank and honest about it. Mm-hmm. Just don't, don't make a big deal. Just be safe. Do you ever recommend mm-hmm. presenting to match your ID just to get on the boat? I don't know how the boats work. I know yeah. I've flown yes. uh, through TSA without, with my boy Mismatched ID when I was ID. presenting female yeah. and it was no big deal. Okay. The only okay. weird, they didn't make me take my wig off. They made me take my glasses off at one point, but right. they did not even make me take my wig off. And I had a shaved head in that driver's license photo. So. Regular glasses or sunglasses? Um, regular glasses. Oh, they made you Yeah. That's so, okay. um, I would just, if you're in that situation, I've been in that situation in bars. Yeah. I've been in that situation in multiple times and you just kind of be frank about it. That's me. Is that you? Yep. I assure you that is me. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked like that when they took the picture. I don't yeah. always look like that. Yeah. We actually were in a, we went, tried to go in a bar once and the bartender was like, that's not you. And I'm like, yeah. The bouncer. Is the bouncer. that you? Yeah. And I was like. I you and a couple had... friends were like, yeah, we assure you that's her. That's her. But I don't know what the, uh, yeah. And it worked. We went and yeah. we got in. It but did. like, shit, that's the only thing you can say. Is that you? Yeah, that's me. Uh-huh. Doesn't look like you. I mean, thank you. I guess chances but that are is you me. know your address. That's always the first thing they ask you. Yeah, I I think that quiz me on my birthday. Quiz you just have to. My... You just kind of have to be frank about it mm. when you're presenting, and especially like a passport. You're presenting your passport. It's official documentation. Mm-hmm. You can't present anything else. You can't alter it. Obviously, say nothing. See how it works, and uh, you know, see what happens. And if it, if there's anything weird, don't be weird about it. Don't be like coy about it mm-hmm, don't be mm-hmm. you know mysterious about anything yeah, just be frank different. this is me this is not how i this is i, I didn't look I like this at the time present the differently when in my day-to-day life this is just how i want to look on vacation mm-hmm. and 
I think you'll be fine. Again, most of these tourist places, um, be it a cruise ship or any sort of tourist situation, they're going to want you to be comfortable because mm-hmm. they want to make money off That's of you. That's it. Yeah. They want mm-hmm. you to leave good reviews after the boat. Yeah. Is there, I just thought of this right now in my head, is there any value to going into this whole adventure knowing that someone is going to be an asshole and in your mind thinking someone is going to earn asshole of the week award and I am going to bestow that upon some magnificent shitbag. This someone, maybe not an official person, hopefully not. Mm-hmm. But maybe a staff member, maybe another passenger on the boat. Yeah. Do do you want to kind of prep for like, I think just as we are in the international waters and Mm -hmm. rules don't apply to us and we get to be who we are. I imagine there's assholes who are like, I get to finally let my shitty flag fly. I feel like every trans person knows how to deal with that asshole. I agree. Because we deal with that person. Every day. Every day we deal with that potentiality. And that gets into like sort of how to handle this. This is going to be the same. We talked about the legal stuff. We talked about the ID. It's going to be the same anywhere you go. You you know how to travel safely. Mm -hmm. Trans people know safety because safety is our primary concern. We go outside. We don't want to be hassled. We don't want to be assaulted. We want to be left alone. And luckily, most people are generally... Nice enough, mm-hmm. nice enough, decent enough people, or busy enough with their own shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> that they're not going to go out of their way to cause trouble, and that's the Help nice thing. Us. Oh, it's so, so great. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you know how to be safe. You know how to how to travel with people you trust. Have good people around you. How to watch your back. Mm-hmm. Keep your antenna up. Be aware. Yeah. yeah. You know, know how to get out of a bad situation. And again, y'all do this all the time. This is how we live our lives. And you shouldn't have to. And it's shitty, mm-hmm. but you do have those skills. Yeah. I think a cruise would be kind of fun. I mean, I, I can could see it being see fun. The appeal, the food, and the liquor, and just sort of stumbling back to our cabin, <laughs> and then in the morning, you know, we're waiting for the hangover to go away while yeah. you drink coffee and you look out over the water. Maybe there's oh, look a whale or an iceberg. I'm I'm thinking of an Alaska cruise. Yeah. Oh my God, that- Sounds I think it'd be Alaska. Fun. Yeah, I would make sure because I I just don't like kids and I don't want to be on a vacation with tons That's of the, kids we're everywhere. Going, like September. Yeah, back to school month. No kids. Us and a bunch of retirees, mm-hmm. and we hang out with Gladys and Stephen mm-hmm. and Shauna and Mick, and it would be a blast. And yeah. If anyone listening right now is oh is, Mick, Mick is a card. Mick, I cannot <laughs> such get a card. Mick, I swear yeah. to God. And Shauna's. She's okay. She can get a little gossipy when she's had too much sauce. But right. But, but she's such a sweetheart. Yeah. When she's sober and like always so apologetic. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I've heard there are cruises where they like the adult portion is just like walled off from the kids portion and the family portion. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. Sounds okay to me. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I, it doesn't, cruising doesn't quite appeal to me. I'm going to have to go on a cruise at some point in my okay. life. Okay. Then we go on Alaska cruise. Right. I want to see the Aurora Borealis. Yeah. That's, that's it's been on my, that's been on my bucket list. Two things that we're going to provide links to are two things I've written, uh, written, I've read about cruises. And one is David Foster Wallace's 
Say it with me, those of you who've read it. A supposedly fun thing I'll never do again. <laughs> Very cool little essay about a cruise that he was on, including a little kid who sat at his dining table because you sit with strangers yeah. and uh, ate caviar for the first time and declared it to be blucky, which he found to be a perfect description I d- I of caviar. I didn't particularly like caviar the first time I had and o- first and only time I had it. So it's blucky, huh? I didn't even like that was Russia. That was at the Russian embassy. That was you're so fancy. I did not collude with Russia. I just happened to be at an event at the Russian embassy a few like years ago. It was the 90s or something. It was yeah. the early 2000s, okay. yeah. Um, the other thing I've read that you will see a link below is Devil in the Deep Blue Sea, which is an book. amazing yeah. book about how the entire cruise industry got started. And between those two sources, you could see how we're coming at you with sort of a negative idea about cruises. That being said, I still want to do one at some point in my life. Yeah. And we'll do it safe, and we'll report back to you guys. Mm-hmm. So the other thing we've got to add that uh, Jeff, our listener, brings up, mm. how to tuck. Oh, the bikini. We did a whole episode on tucking. Yes, link it's, down below. Uh, link down below. It's our, our industrial duct tape, mm-hmm. I think we called it. Industrial thong. Industrial thong. <laughs> and um, I don't recommend duct tape. I no. just don't recommend no, it. No, 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 no. Oh, my no. God, no. What I recommend, and, and they don't pay me. But if, if they want to pay me, they could start paying me. They should pay you. Uh, KT Pro Tape Extreme. It has to be extreme. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. So I corrected you on that. I think there's KT Tape and there's KT Pro Tape. No, there's KT Pro, Pro Tape okay. and there's KT Pro Tape Extreme. Got it. You have to get the extreme. It's waterproof. Yes. And for those who don't know, it's called athletic tape. And it's like pseudoscience that you tape this stuff and it somehow makes your muscles better. Yeah, the jury's still out. But I don't even think there's a, I think, I think the jury's settled that it doesn't do anything. Because no one's even pointed out a mechanism by which it can do anything. It's like, like, keeps heat in a little bit? I heard it was like, it separated your skin a little bit from your, I don't know. No, that is total bullshit. That is not a, Yeah, oh no, no one's came, no one's yet come up with a mechanism how it works. What if it's like the slanket? Where it's clearly intended for another thing. I think it's clearly, I think it's literally clearly intended for tucking. Boom. So, so what, the slanket is intended for people in wheelchairs. It's a robe or a blanket you can put on and arms and cool, you're good to go. But the only reason they were able to sell it to people in wheelchairs is because they marketed it broadly enough to people not in wheelchairs. Hence the slanket. What's the yeah. other one? There's another. I, I heard every like stupid product you see on TV, like a banana slice or a mm-hmm. jar opener, mm-hmm. is all for people with disability issues so or, or think mobility about issues. This whole athletic tape thing is like, here we've made the perfect product for trans women. Well, we can't just sell it to trans women. We have yeah. to broadly well, market I guess, it. Yeah. Let's pretend it helps athletes. There you go. And then they started selling it for that. No, Cha-ching. it's KT Pro Tape Extreme. Water, down waterproof. It's... It'll pull off, it'll stick to your skin great, and then it'll pull off without issue. Nice and clean. And uh, it'll it'll do you yeah, a real good tuck. So, mm-hmm. And then you can mm-hmm. swim. Yeah, I've used it before bikini. at the beach. Yeah. So, yeah. You had good and bad. No, you've had only good experiences. You've had other the bad second time I didn't buy the extreme. It was the And that caused time. me problems because Get I was in the ocean extreme. and my tuck fell apart. Swam. And swam uh, that is a bad thing in a bikini. Mm-hmm. And I think I just sort of tucked yeah. how I normally would, and it kind of worked okay. You but... hustled out and got back to the towel. Yeah. You were fine. 
But um, it's yeah, definitely go for the extreme Kay, because tea, that's the waterproof tea. one. Extreme. They if you're just laying, yeah, and if you're just laying out, then you're fine. If you're just laying out sunscreen, very important. Mm-hmm. But also, you can use the KT Pro tape regular. But mm-hmm. if you're swimming, absolutely get the extreme. Just get the extreme. Then you have the option to swim. Because, yeah. like, the water is going to be this crystal clear blue. Oh, gosh. We got to go on a Caribbean cruise. Okay. Well, like we'll just go to Puerto Rico again. How about that? Yes. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And okay. thank you, Jeff, for the question. Thank you. We'll all right, talk everyone. Talk to you all next time. Have fun cruising. <laughs> Bye. Cruising, cruising, cruising. Cruising. Yes. enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels we have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards including drinks with the gender rebels at stonewall please leave a five-star review on itunes that makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at gender or find us on twitter at the gender rebels music for the gender rebels is by jasper the colossal Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2019. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. Okay, I mean, I get that it's not ideal for 10 seconds of silence, but I think we can do it anyway. Okay. Rackle. Are you going to settle down? What a good boy. Hi.